Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this weekend recap update Monday morning episode of The Daily Zeitgeist! Ah! Episode one of season... What season is this? 309. 309, of course. Yes. Taking on, a Jack. 309 class. Put another, yeah, put another etch. School. I'm adding another on my little tally mark tattoo I have on my thigh. Oh my God, it's getting I out of hand, man. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65. Sorry, I got to count them all. I think, there's, <laughs> I think we have 309. <laughs> so much of my time is spent uh, doing dumb, like counting things. Be like, how high can you count by tens? How high can you count by threes? Yeah. Ooh. Um, anyways, I'm Jack. That is Miles. Yep. Um, and we're going to tell you some of the things that were trending uh, that happened over this awful, awful weekend. Um, yeah. Before we get into the events of the weekend, the news, uh, we like to check in personally, talk about uh, what we were up to, and do a little overrated, underrated on the personal front. Okay. Um, Hey, Brian, you want to mute, man? I get that we're boring. It was a loud, got a loud <laughs> yawn from super producer Brian. I, I'm going to ask you to leave in just so. Uh... <laughs> oh, boy. Um, can we actually get that as a drop that we could just throw in every once in a while? <laughs> yeah. Every time we have to talk about awful shit. Um, yeah. Like, what about that eclipse over the weekend? That's my overrated, Miles. Okay. Go ahead. Go off. Um, I'm not going to say all eclipses. I'm not going to say all eclipses are overrated. Yeah. I don't think I brought the proper uh, preparation to it. I was trying to make a big deal about it for my family. Uh, and the sun fucked me, Miles. What did you do? Like, Did you do like cheeky looks into the sun to see if we you could catch like, it real walked quick? Out. We, we, I just made sure we were outside. We were in the middle of running some errands. So we were like on a street with some stores on it. And... Uh, kind of looking up through our hands type. Yeah, I did. I did not prepare. Okay. Um, however, uh, 
Yeah. The last time we did an eclipse, you, you remember when we like were working, it was like early days the of full, this show. Full, full total eclipse. Full total eclipse. Yeah. Ot, ot 17 was um, the year. Yeah. And like, do you, do you remember being underwhelmed by that? Well, yeah, because also we, we've also been getting the shittiest angles for eclipse right. eclipses, you know, so eclipse I, uh, but like, <laughs> I don't think like, <laughs> I don't think either of those are right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's fine. And you know Eclipses. what? It's, it's a Monday. That's what I'm doing. That's right. Uh, but like, because remember, I remember we were really bummed out when we saw the footage of people like in that area in like Oregon where yeah. you could really get it. Where and they're like, spooky. I just want like, some spookiness. Come on. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's Hollywood. We know about camera angles. We know about angles. Folks, give us give us the spookiness. And by folks. I mean, the celestial bodies. Exactly. Um, yeah. So the only evidence I, and my kids were into it, but I, I just like, I don't know. It got I think darker maybe, a little bit, didn't it? Got like a tiny bit darker. Yeah. It felt like, over, it felt like overcast, like when there's a fire and that fire smokes in the air and it dulls yeah. the light. That's yeah. kind of what I thought was going on. Then I was like, oh, right. The eclipse. But like we, I, I think I have the stories from history in my head where an eclipse happens and it stops everyone in their tracks and they're like, right. wait, wait, stop, stop the massive battle. Stop killing each other. Uh, God, God's talking. God just entered the room. So I'm always expecting something like that. And the, the eclipses I've experienced are more like, and lo, the sun passed behind the moon and right. it was less dramatic than if the sun went behind a cloud. Um, and there yeah. were some like, kind of interesting light shapes on the ground if you knew to look for them um, yeah i saw i saw a family that was clearly scienced out because they had like their proper like paper eclipse yeah, like projector yeah. and things like that uh but yeah jack we're never gonna have that thing where like it's the morning star has behold come. the yeah. shape of this light reflection is slightly different if you want it dude you gotta go to the right part of the earth dude I you know. know what i mean that's or so I did, I did speak to somebody after the fact. Thanks a lot, Dylan. Um, but he, he was like, Oh <laughs> man, you, there was an eclipse this morning. I have a solar telescope and that you can like, just look directly at the sun through it. And just uh -huh. like you, you can like see sunspots. And he was like, Oh, anytime there's an eclipse like that, I try and try and look through my solar telescope. So maybe that's, I just need to get a solar telescope and, um, yeah. Well, hey, we got. Hey, you know what? We, Maine. <laughs> we're gonna get another bite of the apple. April, April eighth, twenty twenty four. I know, but that one goes Texas up through Maine. So I don't think then we're gonna guess get much. What, Jack? We're what? going to fucking Banger, Maine. Thank you, Bangor, That's Bangor, or Portland. Um, shout Bangor out the Sea Dogs. Yeah, or Mexico. Uh, oh, shout yeah. out oh, all yeah. the Sea Dogs and did a little he dog. with all the my. The town never knew such a hullabaloo. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, you not know, great, huh? I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not mad at you eclipses. Yeah. I'm just saying there's something about the story I've been told up to this point in history books in by the local news that is not matching up with my lived experience. Yeah. Maybe it's something I need to look at in myself. Welcome to the world of our media informed realities, That's you know, right. cause like we're only seeing like the most lit eclipse footage like on the news and like oh yeah it's not gonna look like that here it's gonna look yeah. like if there was a cloud that's you just gotta like, like you just gotta be ready and travel <laughs> yeah super producer brian is saying like total solar eclipses are a must see um all right weird. april 8th 
2024, Texas, we're coming for you. <laughs> no, that's right. Mexico, maybe. Mexico. What's something Maine, uh, you whatever. think is overrated, Miles? Uh, overrated. People who think they can just do some other shit in a movie theater because they aren't interested in the movie they're seeing or they don't want to be there with their family, whatever the fuck it is. So Now, this is because you went to the t- Taylor Swift movie and yes. you were sitting there with a notepad and people kept getting up and dancing, right? No, people were on their phones during the Taylor <laughs> Swift thing, recording themselves. No. So I saw the creator this weekend by myself. Uh, this is the Very second. Cool I'm on a roll of seeing movies by myself. I saw Oppenheimer by myself. I'm seeing the creator by myself. Just Love stuff that causes me myself. to question my existence. I like to see by myself. Yes. Um, and I went like I went early in the morning because I wanted to avoid all the ambient noise of adjacent Taylor Swift showings because, side note, the fucking theater was a Taylor Wild house. Yeah. Uh, and like when I was leaving the movie, I caught this shit blaring out of another one. I was like, oh yeah, it really is like that. Um, but anyway, there was a guy on his phone, like before the trailers start, he was on his phone. Fine, I don't give a shit. Then the trailers come on, he's playing fucking poker or some shit. Fine, whatever. It's the trailers. <laughs> yeah. Then Nicole comes on. Nicole comes on to All talk right, about sorry. I need some proper respect for Nicole. Heartache feels good in a place like this. This motherfuck is still on his phone. So then I said, you know what? down to Jurassic World, sir. I'm going to say, I'm going to give him until the, like, I said, maybe he's de- handling some shit on poker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give him till the, I'll give him till when the actual movie starts. Cause then I can, you could really be like, nope, nope, nope. This is disrespect. So the movie comes on, uh, the, the fucking theater lights dim. He's looking at fantasy or some shit. The movie comes on. And it's go time. I'm I'm about to lean forward. The guy next to him just goes, can you turn your, can you turn off your phone? And the dude was so shook. Like his phone almost blew out of his hands. Like, like a comedy bit because he was so, (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Put it away. (laughs) And like, did that thing like kids do when they put their hands, like in their sleeves of their hoodie to like hide their hands. Like, you know what I mean? And was like, like kind of back in like a turtle. Yeah, I like was a like, human what the turtle. Fuck is this person doing? Yeah. And anyway, so I'm like, why did this guy think he could have his shit on full blast brightness and not like and think no one in the theater was gonna know what the fuck he was doing? Anyway, this dude seemed like an asshole too because he was there with his family, and the, the second the movie ended, he just ran out. Like he got up swiftly, like and like he was he wasn't sitting like closest to the aisle. He was furthest from the aisle, so he had to pass over the knees of his family. He's like, all right, I'm out. I'm the fuck out of here mm. and just peaced out. And I was like, did this guy go to the bathroom? To do no, he was job. in the fucking lobby on his phone. Wow. Yeah. So he's a business I don't know, man. man. It just felt like bad vibes. Like it felt like weird, you know, family shit going. I don't know, but it, it almost fucked up my movie experience. But yeah, the creator was fucking wild. I got to say is wild. shit hits different given what is happening in Gaza and like the movie completely dealing with like who we extend this like thought of humanity or the identity of humanity to and how yes. if not we can indiscriminately have death from above with our spaceships it's like it's that shit was just it was a little it was very relevant um but yeah overall yeah. liked what i saw not a perfect film but yeah it was it was it was a great little saturday thing although again given what's happening in the world, not the easiest thing to watch. Not an easy watch. Not, no, a, man. not a light one. And I, too, yeah. yeah. I, I like watched my... it like two and a half weeks, you know, two and a half weeks ago. And right. I feel like, I mean, obviously caught the, that connotation 
but it wasn't it wasn't like everywhere in the news like yeah 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 you know banging on your door um yeah i almost had that guy as a as my overrated, but I figured uh, since you saw a movie with him, it, w- it would probably be your overrated. But yeah, fuck that guy. Um, just sit so, and watch the sit and watch the credits. Just fuck it, the movie's fucking good. And if Every, you don't want to be you're there, you're stressing just, your family out, man. Yo, exact. The family was stressed too, right? Because yeah. I felt bad. His partner didn't say anything. Like I was first, I was like, "Yo, are is are you gonna self check the group?" Yeah. But that wasn't happening. I'm like, oh, the dynamics fucking off here. Like yeah. this dude is doing some like overt, like I don't want to be here type shit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, shout out to the dude who is sitting right next to him because it looked like everybody in the area kept looking at us. Like, okay, we're about to collectively tell this motherfucker to yeah. fucking be gone with the phone. One, anyway, two, three. three. Can he turn your phone <laughs> off? Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, underrated. My underrated is. Uh, I'll keep it light for a second. Peter McNichol, uh, MacNichol, M-A-C-N-I-C-O-L, the Mm -hmm. guy who plays like a creep in Veep. Um, He's been in like so much stuff. Um, I mainly knew him as Janos Poha in Ghostbusters 2. Dr. Janos Poha. Sorry, I will put proper respect on his name. It's okay. a movie that I haven't seen since I was a kid, but it's like still his performance is still so strongly in my memory. Yeah. Oh, like of just yeah. Doctor Rexman, go. Yes, I think go. <laughs> Part where he's just walking her to the museum floor, just telling people they're doing a bad job. <laughs> yeah. Um is amazing. Anyways, uh I watched as promised told you guys i would do it uh yeah. watch adam's family values this mm-hmm. weekend uh which was a blast my kids loved it um the only thing i really remembered was the thanksgiving play where they like the wednesday and pugsley like basically murder a bunch of children and counselors or like come close to and yeah, take yeah. over the camp tie them up really you know and also i had a very visceral memory of when, the part where we see uncle fester's face as he enters his wife for the first time, like on their honeymoon. Just knows carnal pleasure for the yeah. first time. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so much good stuff. Joan Cusack's performance as the femme fatale was Deborah. really great. Um, Debbie, uh, which my, my kids, she made, she made an impression. They were like, so what? That was the character. They were like, what was the lady's name? I was like Morticia, Wednesday. They're like, no, 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 Debbie. Yeah, Debbie. Yeah. I don't know if it's because she actually gets got at the end, but um, well, spoiler alert. Sorry, but there, there's just this like one thirty second bit where Peter McNichols like introducing this camp for privileged camp kids. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like just giving the best like weird camp counselor energy and like giving the speech about what privilege is and like why it's great. <laughs> and his performance is just so fucking funny. It's like one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. I do. Just, I'm Gary Granger. Yeah. It's like bod- <laughs> bodily, like he does this like thing, this celebratory thing with his hands. That is so great. Um, truly, you know, an underrated <laughs> it, delight. America's foremost facility for privileged young adults. I think is what they call <laughs> exactly. <it. laughs> yeah. 
Um, uh, and, and then, then when they fuck up the black kid's name, that uh, that one hits too hard. It's like yeah. Jamil, Jamal, 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 Jamal. I don't know. I don't know. I and no I was idea. like, oh yeah. no, come on, no. Yeah. Uh, him and Baranski are the counselors. Yeah. Um, but I also I underrated. This is probably just me, but I I think it's true broadly. But I had totally made the association between the Adams Family movies and Tim Burton. Like, mm. I thought Tim Burton directed both of the Adams Family movies. And like my friend who I watched it with, we, he, we were both, I think, <laughs> he was like, did Burton direct this one or just the first one? And right. he directed neither. Neither. And like yeah. the moment it starts, I was like, oh no, this is a, this is a Sonnenfeld joint. This, yeah. is, this is the Sonnenfeldiest. This is Sonnenfeld as fuck. Um, <laughs> But yeah, everyone all it like I had done the same thing that everyone does with Nightmare Before Christmas, um, which people are like, oh, that's, I mean, they put his fucking name on that one, and mm-hmm. I mean, he he was pretty heavily involved in the development, but he did not direct it. But this one, he just like straight up passed on, had nothing to do with it, and I guess because he's directs the Netflix show Wednesday, I had just assumed that, but I think it's just like he was responsible for every piece of art where people wore black in my mind when i was a child i was like yeah i yeah so i don't know yeah i was underrating the the strength of the tim burton brand i mean yeah him and spike lee were making the blackest movies of the 90s that's right that's right (laughs) um and then my last underrated related to the adams family values is uh barry sonnenfeld's career is very strange um it, like yeah so he was he was like the coen brothers cinematographer i didn't realize that oh is that yeah. where you got to start like yeah he was he was the cinematographer on miller's crossing and like blood simple and you know some of their great early movies and then he his first directing job was adam's family the adam's family and then adam's family values and then he did uh you know, he he did a Michael J. Fox movie in in between those, but then yeah, right into like money. Men in Black and yeah. um, Get Shorty. Just, it's yeah, Get Shorty. Uh, one of that was like when I saw that movie, that fucking blew my mind. I loved Get Shorty. Um, and but the the strength of the decision to end all of his movies with a rap song describing what just happened in the movie, like <laughs> so Adam's family had the MC Hammer song at the mm-hmm. end of it. Adam's family values, but like Adam's family values has Adam's family whoop yeah. by tag team. Yeah. And it's basically whoop. There it is just reskinned for the Adam's family. And like, I, I mean, there's like, it is really just like a it's, straight the up lyrics are whoop the Adam's family. There it is. <laughs> That's I right. remember that shit. I was like, yo, this fuck, how did they come up with this shit? This is for next level. <laughs> How did they come up with Woomp. this shit? Just add the Adams family in between. Whoop! There it is. <laughs> yes. Um, and like they say, like they open it with like, "And my man Steve Rowland." <laughs> Boom! Yeah, right. it's it's got like all the same preambles as Whoop! There it is. Um, but I don't know. I it really suggests that while we all assumed Will Smith decided to make rap songs about his movies during that period. He mm-hmm. just happened to be in a Barry Sonnenfeld movie. Exactly. And was, was like doing him a solid. But like Exactly. Was... And then he's like, all right, Barry, we want you to direct Wild Wild West. What are you thinking? Yeah. I think 
I know, <laughs> actually, I know Will Smith is going to be rapping the theme song at the end. I don't care about anything else. But yeah. it has to be, he has to be singing Wow, Wow, Wow. What a, you know, and then his career ended with nine lives. Um, you oh, know, wow. turns out he didn't have nine lives. Um, the, the, the Kevin Spacey cat movie, I believe. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. Wow. Do you remember when that came out? No. I just, now that I'm looking at the poster, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Christopher yeah. Walken, Jennifer Garner, and Kevin Spacey? Yeah. No. Sorry, Kevin Bear. Spacey is Sorry, Bear. nine lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what, a, what a run. Let, let's take a quick break and right. we'll come back because, you know, well, your underrated uh, relates to the news that yeah. was happening over the weekend. So we'll be right back. Zite gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate, whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier, Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.
And we're back. Yeah. And Miles, what is your underrated? Underrated. This week, I saw the rampant Islamophobia in this country. Uh, The media, social, colonial, and otherwise, all collectively lost their shit uh, this last week. I saw people go in a time machine back to fucking September 12th, 2001. Um, where Muslim people were so easily reduced to this like media created image of a non-human hostile monster that deserves death at any cost, uh, that I was, it just, it was heartbreaking to watch, uh, especially as we're just, just watching violence beget even more outsized violence. Uh, people were fucking convinced you know, there was all this media push, especially on, especially conservative media and, you know, mainstream alike, that there was just going to be this global day of jihad Yeah. on Friday. Yeah. And, you know, it was like it was I again, like I understand that given what is happening, you'd think, oh, maybe there's going to be some kind of escalation, reprisal, whatever. But the idea of a group telegraphing like mass terror attacks on one day is a little bit outsized. If anything, there were people like gathering to like protest um which is like in the in the run-up to it that was explicitly what it what the stated purpose of yeah the day was yeah nobody was saying and this is going to be i mean i'm sure some people were were translating that as oh uh you know muslim people getting together to express their dismay at something that's happening in the world as uh oh it's a global day, day of jihad and then tragically it seemed to culminate this weekend with a six-year-old child uh, being stabbed to death by his racist landlord, all because him and his mother uh, are Palestinian American and Muslim. That's it. That's it. They don't like the explanation of it was, is terrifying. Uh, Like to the point I I'm really, it fucks me up to like read it out loud, but we are continuing to pulverize entire neighborhoods where entire families get killed this is not going to make anyone safer. And no, I think that's another that's part. I'm, I think a lot of Americans are not really understanding. You think because we live here that we might be insulated from the things that our, our government is doing. We're not, no. we're going to be less safe. Anti-American sentiment is going to fucking go to heights. I'm pretty sure I may have not ever seen in my life. If this goes on without the U S trying to do something to deescalate. Yeah. Um, and I'm just watching this go play out over and over and over again. It's like, it just blows my mind. Like the amount of clarity that we can look at what people, how people were acting after nine 11 and what that brought on. We're, we're completely unable to bring that level of clarity to this situation now. And it seems like if you look at just how the media is doing things like, well, 70% of people back, uh, you know, the like military retaliation of Israel or whatever, they're sort of like using that to be like, yeah, go ahead. Let's just keep, let's keep funding this. Keep it and moving. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it's not going to end tidily with whatever they think this operation is going to be. That's not going to be the punctuation of this at all. Right. Uh, and that's what is like, you know, really fucks me up. And like for people to think that it's not going to be smoke for the country whose names are on all of these bombs that are being dropped. Right. I think is, uh, is a level of ignorance that, I mean, I'm sure people probably just, flock to in order to feel comfortable with what's happening but it's it's uh it's really unnerving um and i don't i'm yeah i'm I'm waiting to see a response from the government that is more like just doing the bare minimum of saying like 
Oh, and there are innocent people in Gaza. Oh, thanks, yeah. Joe Biden. Therefore, they keep, like, what? Toying with saying the right thing, but it's just the language is so vague, and they're like making gestures that, like, like the uh, an example of this that's not from the government, but like the NFL had like at the start of Sunday Night Football, like the announcer expressed horror at the terror attacks in Israel. Um, you know, which yeah, horror at the deaths of innocent people is appropriate but then said basically like thoughts and prayers to everyone in the middle east in harm's way like just in a way that suggests that like the imperial cruelty of the military yeah. response is an inevitability yeah that, like where it's just like well, our hands are tied here we're going to just bomb entire families uh out of existence entire yeah. like blocks where not- civilians live and the oh, man, I mean, like, well, let's just get into like this first story because it, it all it all yeah. feeds in one one to the other. Yeah. So you know, Israel turned Gaza's water off, uh, as we talked about last week. Um, it's been a week uh, since they cut off the flow of water. Um, and this weekend, there was news that Israeli officials had restored the water supply after strong pressure from the Biden administration, which spawned several headlines about how water service has returned in Gaza. It feels like this is like people are craving anything that is going to let them not feel bad for the Palestinian people. They just mm-hmm. like want the news to be like, it's okay though. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to feel bad. You just, right. you, just you, you don't have to value both lives the same because yeah, it's a, it's going to be okay. So the headline, uh, Times of Israel, Israeli official confirms that Israel has resumed water supply to Gaza. Um, the Wall Street Journal White House says Israel has resumed water service in southern Gaza. And when CNN briefly developed a moral compass for like 15 seconds and pressed National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan on the U.S. support for Israel, Sullivan similarly stated that Israel had now turned the water pipe back on as if there oh. was like, a that big, one main spigot that right. just crank it to the left and yeah, open I feel it like up. He's trying to evoke the end of Fury Road. Like, oh just my God. One, yeah, right. yeah, just like one pipe. We turn the big pipe on for the dusty poor people. Right. Now, can you all just stop asking us questions? But first of all, Israel isn't alleging that the water has been turned on for all of Gaza. Yeah. Um, their energy and infrastructure minister. Uh, Israel Katz specifically said that the water would be turned on only in the south of the Gaza Strip, specifically to help push civilians uh, to move south. Um, So basically admitted that it was just a carrot on a stick to speed up this mass forced displacement of people out of their homes. Yeah. Um, And also the water is not back on. Like this is the thing that's become really contentious. There's been, I've seen, you know, like the way Reuters even put it, it said, you know, people are saying the water is not on. Israel says water is on in some parts of southern Gaza. Right. And this is where you get into, well, tell like mechanically, how is the water back on? Right. Because a lot of people have mentioned it's not just you, the, the water's back on. Like people rely on pumps and pumps need fuel. And yeah. that means electricity. There's no electricity. So how do you run it? Then if not, if there's not electricity, then you need fuel, like a fuel source. If there's no fuel going in, then how do you run the pumps? Right. Um, and so this is just a very, like it, 
the words look nice on paper, but the lived reality, like you're seeing human rights groups saying like Gaza is running dry and now people are resorting to other unsafe sources of water just to stay hydrated. Yeah. Uh, something that is the most critical fucking thing you need to sustain your life. Right. Uh, um, yeah. So it's, it's a very, again, if you're just reading headlines, you could be soothed into, soothed into thinking that these people are okay. So only a million people had to be displaced to move down uh, to the other side of this imaginary line to be safe. Um, but yet we're still watching like, you know, like, like then there's the calls for people to just go to like, well, why can't Egypt take them? It's like, I I'm sorry. What, you're talking about displacing them again. Yeah. Moving them out of the country. Um, it's just a very, like they're using this like really fucked up rationale to further displace them out of Gaza. Be like, well, they can't come back here now. Cause we, we, we told because we have to fight Gaza and Hamas in northern Gaza because they're like, yeah, y'all leave. We're gonna stay here in the place that they say they're gonna bomb indiscriminately. Right. And it's just a very, uh, it, it's it's so disorienting, like as a person too. When you're like, but this is objectively fucked up. Like, what is the solution here? And yeah. it's just it's just more it's just more rhetoric to be like, well, these people are like animals, so it doesn't really matter. Or they're being used as human shields. So you know what we say, if someone's a human shield, then you got to destroy the human shields too. There's no, right. there's no other, there's no other course of action here. Yeah. Um, and just in terms of like source of information, like the, you know, aid workers claim that we've not yet seen evidence that the water's back. Like aid workers are an important resource at a time like this because they can observe and like say what is happening on the ground. And like, there's this, New York Times, like editorial board op-ed uh, that has the title, like Israel can defend itself and uphold its values. Israel is fighting, like uh, the front page headline is different. Israel is fighting to defend a society that values human life. Um, and it's, but it, it's a like kind of a plea from the New York Times editorial board to be like, Hey guys, could you like not kill innocent? Like it's also what it seems like the Biden administration is doing is like nicely asking them to not kill civilians or like being like that. It would be so great if like you could just like manage to not kill civilians and not say stuff like the human animals thing wasn't great. Could we, could we not do that? But like in the article, they mentioned that like these aid workers and these people, these objective observers are being killed. Like are you yeah. know in the in the conflict, like eleven journalists have already been killed in this war. Um, at least eleven United Nations workers have already yeah. been killed. And so, yeah, and the journalists too. Even though I think it was a Reuters camera operator who was killed, and like there were headlines that were just saying like killed from fire that came from the direction of Israel. Right. Um. It's yeah. It's it's just unfolding in like such a fucked up, horrific way every single day. Um. And yeah i don't like you 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 hear like these very just sort of like barely doing anything quotes come out of the the white house and it just like it just seems like the white house doesn't even know what the end game is from the israeli government like where they're headed with this yeah um, um and it feels yeah. like a lot in a lot of ways like americans are siding with the richer side like the the side that has the like more I don't know the the one that reminds them more of the United States, you know, like and so sure like, because Am Americans can see themselves a little bit more in the Israeli public for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, the I don't think that's why like the 
and what is happening to the people in Palestine also resonates for a group of people in America as well. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, that's why like this thing is happening. It's like the people are like minds are being split in many different ways. Other people have their minds made up where they're either anti-Semitic or just don't like, or, or Islamophobic, or whatever, have a hatred of Muslim people. But yeah. there are others too who are like, I, what the fuck is, where do I, it's just like, it's, it's again, like most people saying like what you're seeing unfold in Gaza is ethnic cleansing. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's really, that's something that we have to reckon with too. Because again, like I said, the name of this country is on the munitions that are being used on these people. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's take a break and we'll come back. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. And we're back. We're back. And... Before the weekend, we had the we we asked the important question: Is Taylor Swift too powerful? Hasn't taken an L uh, to this point, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to call it an L, but her Eras tour uh, did not hit <laughs> my expectations at the box office. The bo was um, mildly boffo. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't as boffo as we thought it would be. I mean, what, yeah. what was it projected? Wasn't it something closer to like a, over a hundred million? Like closer yeah. to. I think, I think domestically they're expecting over a hundred million and like, they were like, eh, this thing could go anywhere. You know, it was like, could go to two. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. Yeah. And it's more in like the 95, 97 million range. Uh, obviously boffo. Um, you know, yeah, I don't want to say, I don't want to be quoted as saying it's not boffo. Okay. 
So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I know people are going to take me out of context and say, I, I said that for the record, Vata record, Bafo. It's um, it. So that number fell slightly below some projections. Um, but in just one weekend, it's already become the highest grossing concert film ever in the U S topping Justin Bieber's never say never, uh, which made oh, 73 mil in its classic, entire run dude. back in 2011. Um, however, I, so th- this is relevant information because la- end of last week, I was like, has there ever been anybody that's this big? And we were like, yeah, Michael Jackson's probably bigger internationally. Um, but like, did he have a movie that went nuts like this one is going to? Yeah. Turns Moonwalker. out he did. Uh, no, this is it. Uh, the, the, that was like the, that was like his, like after he died, right? After he died. Yeah. And like, you know, not, not at the height of his power. He released a, you know, concert documentary, um, which in the U S I remember sort of just coming and going, but, Mm -hmm. um, it was, you know, a global sensation. It made $262.5 million. Did you see it? No, no. Me neither. No, yeah. I mean, it's, it was <laughs> like, it was after like all the controversy yeah. had like dra- drastically diminished his, you know, my ability to sit there and be like MJ still got it. You well, know? this is like this was I feel like because it was just sort of be like this was what he was about to do before he died. So I feel like a lot of people were like, this is the goodbye box office visit for Michael Jackson fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he but- um. 262 that's looking that's looking so that's looking like it's in peril could be in peril but it's also like not you know that like people are after after this weekend they're like international box office figures were not immediately available sunday uh but with a solid domestic opening expectations are high that the film can surpass the like michael jackson but it's not it's not like a guarantee so it's like in the same range as sure, michael, sure, like sure. as a I mean, vastly I diminished michael jackson i think they're they're not quite one-to-one you know especially in like the pre-social media environment but yeah again it's undeniable taylor swift is truly truly this shit is fucking it's it's religion yeah i'm not joking i could when i left the creator there was one taylor swift showing in full swing and i heard like I heard singing in the theater. Wow. Um, and then in the lobby, another one was about to gear up. And the number of like, I really see why this really is something because the number of like tween kids I saw. Yeah. Who like weren't quite the parents, like obviously don't want to send their kid to go to a concert by themselves. And they damn sure weren't going to buy another ticket to like, sh- like to, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when you're show, not chauffeur. Sure. No, uh, what the fuck am I looking for? Like when you do it at a dance, you're a chauffeur. No, <laughs> chaperone. Chaperone. Fuck. Thank you, Brian. That you're not going to chaperone uh, your kids there. So like this movie is perfect because perfect. now, like all I saw a lot of younger kids, some other older people getting turned up at the bar. Um, but yeah, like it was. It's it's What's it's it pot- rated Taylor Swift eras. I think NC seventeen, right? <laughs> It's got some, yeah. <laughs> you see the red band trailer? It's oh my god! Dark dude, she's shooting heroin like, like, <laughs> fucking right before the prayer before they go on stage. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like I mean I definitely I saw the I saw the power. Um, and I like the whole thing. I, I won't lie. Like the reason I went to that early thing is because I saw so many videos on social media of like how turned up the audiences were. It's wild. It's rated PG thirteen. 
they they're really hell yeah wow because she has a song that says shit in it or something oh my god but anyways that so the movie has also prompted an online discussion concerning movie theater etiquette um this is one so we, we are firmly in the position of guy who's playing poker or checking his fantasy scores can get the fuck out of the movie theater yeah get the uh, fuck out if he so chooses but he should not be doing that in in the theater um mm-hmm. i am firmly in the category of like again against the theater etiquette people on this one because yeah the there's just all these all these videos of the movie theater where i i didn't even realize how big the space between the front row and the screen was some until are pretty this big weekend. yeah 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 they people were like turn that into a full-on dance party everyone was just dancing singing and i i can see how it could be annoying to some people and yet i don't know maybe just like go down and dance with them then if you're or, annoyed yeah as a fan of something as a diehard fan of shit i totally i respect their right to go fucking just losing it yeah. okay lose yourself in there because i bet you didn't have the money to go on the expensive ass tour so this is the next best thing you can do to congregate with other like-minded fans of a thing and then just have your cathartic fan yeah go ahead fucking do that shit to yeah. the people who are like i can't hear over the singing well guess what motherfucker why don't you wait a little bit because obviously the most turned up people are going to be going this weekend right why don't yeah, you catch exactly. a bucket catch a matinee on another weekend down the road or whatever, because if if it's that important to you, like you should know that if you're part of that fandom, you should know that some people are not going to be able to contain themselves. Yeah. And so, yeah, like I think I get that you're like, why are these people fucking holding hands and dancing? Like you, you're not allowed to do that shit. But it's a fucking concert movie. Yeah. Like it's it's there to it's there to be a you know a fucking substitute for for going to the actual show. The videos I saw, like the seated part of the theater, like straight up emptied out. Like it was just there there were like two people in the still seated. Everybody was dancing. Um, Anytime, like I don't know, you seem to be a a real fan of movies. Maybe you should check out this movie Footloose, mayhaps, um, (laughs) and and try and take in some of the lessons. And like I've been, I've been in situations where like. A bunch of people are dancing and i'm too like in middle school dances like i didn't always sure. feel comfortable enough like to dance when everybody else was dancing and like if you had put a microphone in my face at that point i would have been probably like dancing is for doing at home not in the public sphere yeah Ugh. what's wrong with these put people? a sheet up or something so <laughs> others don't have to watch this yeah but it's just you know but you you're, you're on the side of like not being fun not don't fun. ever look if people are singing and dancing and smiling, <laughs> you're an asshole. Yeah. If you're trying to break it up, especially this I, weekend, it, let the people. Not, yeah. yeah. It's not like when that whatever new fucking minions or despicable me movie came out and people were wearing like tuxedos and shit and just being a goofy troll, like meme lords in the fucking theater. That's right. disruptive. But like this, it's a fucking concert movie. People are going to respond to it as if it's a concert. And again, you're dealing with a very enthusiastic fan base. What the fuck are you expecting? How um, are you like, do you ever, cause some people seem to experience movies like, like you're supposed to experience like golf or tennis, you know, 
where it's just like but it, completely quiet, complete just... quiet, allow for absolute concentration, which I guess is like appropriate. But like, I also, it doesn't throw like, I like movies so much and I, I like seeing them in theaters so much. Like I'm not thrown off my game. Like I don't need absolute, uh, you know, silence and focus or else the spell is broken. Bro. You I'll know? tell you, if you saw a fucking bright ass cell phone in your peripheral vision, yeah no that's you, fucking annoying for sure that's yeah, yeah. Uh, that's actually more disruptive than like hearing loose chatter here and there yeah, i don't give yeah. a fuck like yeah, if it's yeah. not sustained like whatever you have i like to do that shit too i used to love to fucking say witty shit especially on dates i'm like yo now you got the miles commentary to this movie and like <laughs> <laughs> that's right like you know that's what i mean right. like i get it you know you want to yeah. you want to say but like just as, if as long as it's not consistent sustained fucking talking then whatever yeah. Yeah. this is a different a completely different beast if there was like a fucking outcast wu-tang uh fucking concert documentary or some shit and they like they were like it's playing in theaters i would be in there smoking weed yeah okay <laughs> yeah you would. so and i don't want to have my rights infringed upon so i will stand up for the swifties and their right to fucking turn up and throw their friendship bracelets around all that shit do whatever the fuck you want but yeah just Come on. People being like, it's ab like, do this is at home behavior. It's like, no, you're wanting to sit and watch and like catch everything is at home behavior. Like that's, that's something you can do at home, but like, you can't, you can't be with 40 other Taylor Swift fans dancing and singing along at home. So yeah. like, I would just let it happen guys. Yeah. Just, um, just, just let go and let God y'all or just, go wait. Let God. just Jesus wait. take the wheel. Just wait. I'm sure the fucking energy level. I don't know. This will be a true test. The energy levels may be the same this coming weekend too. And then you're like, oh shit. You know what? This might be a problem. I mean, this is great marketing for the movie. Yeah. Um, for the, I will say this though. Might it have seemed legs, like, folks. It seemed like every theater had like set like just devoted all of their screens to this. Yeah. Um. To the point where I feel like. There, like, even when I was looking, I because like every time I was looking for movie tickets, I would see what the state was of the Taylor Swift screenings, and there were so many that like not every single thing was like, like fully out. packed out. Yeah, yeah. But I get for it. Sure. And then maybe you may have found like a quiet one to yeah. to enjoy. Oh, they should do quiet ones. They should do like this is. I did notice the ones that had uh, closed captioning. Those screenings had less people, um, like less seats sold. Oh, interesting. For the okay. closed captioned, yeah, like uh, showings go. of that of that documentary. All right, and finally, uh, Mike Pence is out of money. Uh, the final FEC filing deadline of 2023 just passed, allowing us all to um, take a look at what everybody's working with. Um, <laughs> Let's see what you're working with. It's uh, it's not good for Mike Pence. Pretty much out of money after raising 3.3 million dollars in the third quarter. Uh, they have just $1.2 million cash on hand um, and have racked up $620,000 in debt, um, making this even sadder. 150000 of the money they have left came from Pence's personal funds. Yep. Um, yep. Bankrolling this thing on his own. Yeah. People are saying this is basically a death sentence for his campaign. Like he can't even touch twenty or $200,000 of the remaining funds because it's from donors who already gave the maximum amount. And so it's like locked up until the general <laughs> yeah, the election, general. which yeah. is not going to happen, it would appear. Um, and they've yet to reveal whether or not Pence has even amassed enough donors to qualify for the next GOP debate. Um, Ooh, boy. Which you, you, 
if he had, you would definitely be, this would be the time to release that information because uh, otherwise people are putting many a nail in your coffin and yeah. setting you off. Um, I mean, I do think this highlights the most identifiable thing about Mike Pence, which is that he's fucking terrible with money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, so, like, so bad. That, that's humanizing in a way you're like, oh, you remind me just like one of my friends. Yeah. It's yeah. like, that's not what the money's for. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, but I got it from this other job I'm doing. I'm like, that, that's to fucking pay for the job you were hired to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I had to pay, dude. I just got this new fucking Acura, dude. I yeah. got to pay for that. Yeah. Like, I, I remember that was a thing like Trump was like said that he could never identify with Pence about is like, he's like, yeah, the guy's like, he's, he's a broke boy. He's fucking broke, man. What, what, how's that possible? He has so much power. He eats um, a steak medium rare, like a poor person. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure, like, as we've covered before, like, I'm sure he will become wealthy as he, like, fades into a life in the private sector, um, quote unquote, advising private equity companies or, like, yeah, being yeah. on the board, <laughs> aka right. just, like, getting them access to the halls of power. But um, it's, uh, like, <laughs> first of all, like, so he got in trouble in 2018. It came out that he had used more than $200,000 in leftover gubernatorial campaign funds. Uh, to pay legal fees related to an email scandal from when he was governor. Um, and then he also, like in 1990, he used campaign money to pay the mortgage on his house, <laughs> as well as the credit card bill, golf fees, and uh, car payments for mother's sedan. All right, Mike. <laughs> his emails became a subject of controversy last year when uh, IndyStar disclosed that he had used a personal AOL account to conduct state business. Sometimes discussing sensitive security issues. Um, oh, this was back when he was yeah when he was governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. it was just it, it wasn't. Oh, it was last, last year. year from the perspective of this 2018 article. 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyways, but, I just yes. love it was an. A I love that it was an AOL account. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mulan is crap at AOL.com. <laughs> um, and it's just funny because he was like his whole role was that he was like the billionaire whisperer during the Trump administration. Like when, when Trump would like scare the billionaires, Pence was like the steady hand. Right. And I don't know, where'd your boys go, Mike? Yeah. They know that he, look, a guy who just, like we say, tries to astrally project himself out of conflict is yeah. not gonna pass any kind of leadership test. Oh man. Well, yeah. I mean, he's, he, Hey, you tried Mike. Yeah. Everyone told you it was impossible, but you still went for it, man. You still went for it. And for that, I got to say, you are absolutely stubborn and don't deserve shit. Yeah, you're a piece of shit, man. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. You're a real oh, piece of shit. Sorry about that. You're a piece there of shit. It's not going to work out for you. <laughs> Turns out it's not going to work out. You're, uh, there, there were so many articles. Like, uh, the, like pe people need to start resurfacing all the, hey, I wouldn't overlook Pence. Or like, Pence is a front runner in this campaign. Uh, right when he announced because like you know they were clearly doing the bidding of people who are like he's very safe and would do exactly like whatever like he was the Koch brothers main guy on the inside um and yeah it was just it, it was one of those things like the the central media narrative was evidently false to anybody who was paying attention like, right oh i'm sorry i thought you said mike pence <laughs> like the guy who used to be VP and is now alienated from every conceivable base of support. 
that could possibly <laughs> propel a successful challenge to Trump. That that's who you're saying is like a relevant front runner. In yeah, this, exactly. Uh, primary. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, the guy who doesn't that. like, <laughs> like literally shuts down like a fucking computer that's rebooting if, yeah, if things yeah, get yeah. too stressful. Yeah, yeah. That M- Mike Pence you're talking about. Okay, that's oh, a front runner. The Wall yeah, Street yeah. Journal. Int- okay, all right. God, it's it's just wild though too. You see how out of touch the like the main donor class is, like the kingmaker classes, because yeah. they really like I get who they want as president because like yeah, this guy will play ball and set set my shit in the right direction to make as much money as possible or whatever. Right. But they have no idea what the electorate is like. And yeah. they're like, What the fuck? Why isn't this guy catching? Like, what the fuck, man? He's a jar of best foods mayonnaise. it can't be that fucking offensive come on y'all isn't it inspiring no yeah no it has a fly on the head yeah it's there's this thing uh i think i've mentioned the idea before that uh like in chess my seven-year-old's really into chess we get it bobby there's this thing no he's not like he just likes chess but like i know there's a piece of shit is bobby fisher's a real piece of shit um (laughs) To be like really good, they're like, yeah, he'd like probably want to start playing for like two, three hours a day. And it's like, yeah, well, and and this is where we get to people not being fully developed human beings is right. like, and and also hating the thing that they like started doing because they loved it. But there's this thing called like hope chess that a lot of beginners do that like I've found myself doing when playing chess because I'm a total beginner where you're not playing your opponent like they are a thinking intelligent person you're you're setting up moves based on like what you hope they'll do right and like i think about that idea so much ever since i learned it just in like watching how people operate in the world like the the idea that like people were like putting all their cards behind mike pence like they're they're just like i yeah oh this is gonna work out like they probably have like a 15 step you know plan for for how to like take over the world for capitalism uh like even more using mike pence and it's like no no you're just hoping that like somehow people like him like the right. thing that um yeah anyways a it's lot tough. of people out here playing hope chess um that's uh that's my metaphor <laughs> all right <laughs> um those are some of the things that are trending on this monday October 16th. Uh, We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Mm -hmm. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Zyke gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. 
Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. 